Founders of the Future with Joe Mardell. Welcome to Founders of the Future, the podcast making emerging technologies accessible to anyone. My name is Joe Mardell and in this podcast I interview founders of technology startups who are pioneering our future using emerging technologies to create new industries, business models and opportunities. to speaking to Vikram and Shitala about uh, the future of AI. My name is Joe Mardell and I'm the co-director of the European Chatbot Summit. I post content on LinkedIn with emerging technologies and I have a podcast called Founders of the Future where I interview founders of technology startups to find out how they're using emerging technologies to solve real world problems. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for having me. So, uh, as Joe introduced me, my name is Sheetla Tiwari. It's a bit strange name, but uh, yeah, that's what I got. And uh, right now, I'm a third-year engineering in, uh, undergraduate in IIIT UNA. Uh, I'm majoring in machine learning and AI. And currently, I'm working with a co uh, startup as a co-founding team member. And uh, I'm AI community manager. Uh, it's a company called Dogship. Doxip is a place for AI models, and our main aim is to generalize the AI for everyone. So looking forward to have great conversation with Vikrant and Joe. Thank you. Hello, folks. Vikrant here. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Joe, for having us on your podcast. Uh, Vikrant here, guys. Uh, so I have my own YouTube channel and podcast. Uh, basically, uh, I'm creating content regarding uh, mindset and entrepreneurship. Apart from that, I have done with you know, my graduation in 2018. Uh, and then after I was pursuing uh, CS, but I left CS basically. The reason behind that is I was very intrigued towards the idea of entrepreneurship and AI. And I have my own uh, company, you know, we were working in the e-commerce sector. Uh, yeah, and that is a little bit about myself. Thanks for introducing yourself, guys. I think for the first thing that we'll talk about, we'll just jump straight in to talking about um, AI and maybe how AI is being used in the current situation to solve problems related to COVID-19, the, the global pandemic that we're all living through right now. Maybe um, Vikrant, I know that you've worked on a couple of problems recently with DocShip and your hackathons using AI to solve COVID-related problems. Um, would you mind just starting off by talking a little bit about that? So uh, Joe, we are currently working on this uh, pandemic situation and we are taking it very, very seriously because we think the uh, technology is not only used for easing our life, it should be used for making us better and prepared for the future. So our first challenge we conducted was face mask detection. It was a very successful and almost uh, we received almost 500 uh, proposals for the hackathon, but only 50 were got selected. And it was a huge competition, but uh, I, I saw very good solution people given on their uh, you know, using different techniques on deep learning. They did the best. We, we, we were not imagine that someone could think like that as well. So it's very good to use technology. And in this, uh, you know, what happens when 
so many people come together to solve single problem that problems become much more clearer and everyone has their own perception that how they want to solve the problem and the best results will amaze you you will not accept like you will not expect that this is going to happen but it will happen because this is the power of community so our first hackathon was huge success and we like we got that model that was binner model and uh, it has very amazing accuracy and amazing technology and codes used inside the model so we thought that we should push this again and right now we are conducting one more hackathon it is also based on the covid 19 situation and it is trying to handle the social distancing part so first was the image recognition and this is a little bit advanced it involves a real time image detection plus the distancing between the two vectors that we are uh, recognizing in the real time so it is little bit advanced and we are also inviting all the participants who participated in previous hackathon so that they can get more chances because they are now familiar with our process they are now familiar with how our hackathons advance and uh, we are receiving huge amount of applicants uh, in like four to three, uh, four to five days we received almost close to 100 and 150 proposals and we are opening uh, our hackathon from from the next week and uh, it is going to be grand success not because we are doing so much great work uh, that's the another equation but because of this problem it's so much intriguing and the community wants to contribute towards this that's why we are getting huge number of applicants and i think this is going to be grand success as well that's great uh, it's so amazing to hear about all of these people coming together working together to like build this community and solve a, a really important problem that's going to benefit a lot of people so i think you're doing right. really really good there and um and i i generally just love the idea of hackathons bringing people together and and you know building this community and um right. have, you, have you always been involved with hackathons like is this something that you've kind of known about for a long time participated in hackathons what's your kind of experience with hackathons in the past okay so my experience with hackathon was really really good especially when i was a beginner that that pushed me to uh, bring dogship in that direction dogship was initially the marketplace where you can upload your model and just the company who need it they can download but when i saw that hackathon had this good potential of bringing communities together and letting them to build our platform so that we don't have to manage everything so that community can run the website so it all came because when when i was in iit mandi indian institute of technology mandi i participated in one hackathon it was a government project and we have to build a deep learning model that can detect monkeys in real time we and i made that project i did everything from the scratch i picked the camera and went on mountains to click the photos of monkeys so that i can use as a data and that was a good experience for me and i thought that every beginner should have this experience so that's why we built a uh, personal in additional branch in our dogship that is called dogship infinity and dogship infinity only handles the hackathon so that was the basic idea and that was my intention towards making dogship infinity so that every beginner or every mediocre who is going through this journey of learning artificial intelligence and deep learning they can go through dogship infinity and they can have this confidence that yes they can build a real world project uh, their knowledge is not only in the books it can be used in real life as well so that's how it uh, got 
into the picture. That's awesome. It sounds like that would be a really, really inspiring experience. And I think that's so cool that you actually went out and kind of took the pictures of the monkeys yourself, gathered that data. That's really, really yeah. exciting. Uh, and do you use the same kind of idea when you're building your hackathons? Do you encourage people to collect their own data or, or how would you advise people to um, go about getting their data sets to build their models with? We are encouraging people to use their own data set, but we are also providing a seed data set as well so that they can have the idea that what their data set should look like. Right? Uh, like suppose we are using our uh, uh, data set from the face mask detection and we are also encouraging them to use face masks on their own face or their family's face and they should click the pictures so that their data set gets more solid and their data set gets more, you know, have every possible things in the variation of color, size, uh, disturbance, anything. So data set gets rich and that's how they can do better in the hackathon and they don't have to be only dependent on our data set. And most of the participants did very amazing job. And when we saw their data set, it was like awesome. They clicked thousands of pictures to make their data set rich and that's how their model got improved and overall result became very robust and accurate. I see, I see. So the people that are more likely to win the competition are the ones that put yeah. in the work to collect the biggest data set with the most exactly. variety of different um, pictures and, and so on and so forth. Exactly. Also, uh, Vikrant, uh, yeah. would you like to add yeah. anything about this? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, in, in current situation, uh, I, I, uh, there is a very famous, uh, you know, uh, author called Yuval Noval Harari. I mean, you must have heard about this author. So yeah. he... Uh, talked a lot about you know, the importance of AI in health sector in coming decades. So that way, if I say, I mean, if I put a very brief introduction, AI is going to you know, play a very vital role in uh, coming decade. The reason is very simple because using artificial intelligence, we can sense you know, that what's happening in our body, you know, what's going on inside ourselves. And through that, you know, through help of that, we can actually, you know, uh, uh, take that, you know, take everything, you know, every data and convert into you know, data you know, and then later we can find the cure of you, know, so you can cure or symptoms of everything. One of the questions you know, that you know, I actually you know, I mean, uh, ask a lot when I put you know, this uh, poster on my you know, I mean, story, they said you know, I mean, people though, don't have idea, right? What is AI? So I want to ask mm -hmm. to you know, both, both of you uh, in a simple way, tell people what is AI? What is artificial intelligence and how it can affect their future? Sure. So um, the way I look at AI is that it's the ability of a machine to look at data and extract patterns from that data to make decisions and learn progressively over time. So it's the way that human, uh, the, it's the way that machines um, become intelligent, kind of like in the same way that humans or animals do. So it's, it's just looking at information and, and trying to kind of make patterns in the data and, and learn from that. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Makes sense. When I started uh, looking for the AI, this uh, the the definition that fascinated me, it was that uh, when we see AI, it's uh, artificial intelligence. It means intelligence generated artificially, right? Yeah. So what do we mean by intelligence? Uh, we mean by intelligence making decisions by seeing some things. Like if you're walking and you fall down, you'll get up quickly because that's the trigger. If you are seeing yeah. someone is going to attack you, you'll run away because that's the trigger. So that's how we are trying to develop the intelligence by making them aware that if this happens, do this. If this happens, do this. 
but uh, we can contradict that this is also a, a heuristic programming because we also do that in heuristic programming by using if else for loops while all these things so yeah. how this artificial intelligence is different uh, different from the heuristic heuristic programming so in heuristic programming what happens we have data and then we make the outcomes but in artificial intelligence we already have outcome and then we get to the data so this is the difference that this goes sideways in that we have function and we get the output and in this we have the output and we have to get the function so this is how heuristic programming and artificial intelligence is different so this um, definition is little bit mathematical but this is how i make sense in the beginning yeah yeah so if, if i talk about you know, I mean, what you know general population know about ai and these things so uh, right now it's you know it's it's pandemic going on so people you know they don't have any idea about they are you know just you know busy in making sure that their job is working fine and this thing uh, how about let's say in coming decade or in next 5 to 10 years uh, can we tell that ai can disrupt the entire industry is kind of you no know, next uh, industry revolution uh, see vikrant uh, joe i hope you, you will agree with me on this so what we see if you ask someone 10 years before or maybe 15 years before what do you think going to revolutionize the next 10 or 15 years they will mm. not have any clear idea because yep. our progression doesn't happens in a linear way it happens in a jump we call them black swan events a uh, black swan events like uh, it happens in a jump we see something and then boom and now if you ask someone that how what what you think change the world they will say internet uh, electricity laser uh, satellite all those things but 10 years before they didn't have any clear idea about these things do you agree yeah, right yeah exactly yeah, so yeah. if if we are saying that ar vr artificial intelligence or maybe deep learning machine learning all these things combined with iot or something is going to change the world in 10 years 15 years we are being naive we are being biased uh on the basis of knowledge that we right now we have but from the 15 years we don't know what black swan event is going to take place and we might see complete different technologies and complete different things that, that are making bigger impact at those time so i think that making those prediction that ai is the future going to eat our jobs or ai is the cruel to human it is going to kill humanity is very very less uh, like less uh, truth and it is only biased because we know much about ai and we think this is going to happen but it's not completely true yeah i think you're you're hitting on a lot of very important points there about how it's very difficult to predict the future developments in technology because they do seem to happen like a big jump but i would say yeah. that there are there are kind of patterns like you know the technologies they don't develop in a linear progression but they do exactly. grow in a fairly predictable way due to exponential growth so you can exactly. predict roughly how the jump is going to take place because the technologies are growing exponentially and you can kind of track exactly. that the difficulty is where technologies converge together so if you've got more yeah. than one exponential trend happening at the same time um it's very difficult to predict what will happen when those technologies are used within one company or to solve a specific problem maybe a company is using like vr ai and then like you know quantum computing thrown in the mix thrown in the exactly. mix like what what happens when you bring in all of these different technologies no one can conceive no. that right now because exactly. it's literally impossible yeah. 
that's what really excites me about the future. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so uh, yeah, I mean, Sitla, you mentioned very good. Uh, you know that I mean, uh, we cannot predict the future. You know what's going to happen. Same thing, you know, Joe. But uh, let's you know, let's bust some of the myths. You know that people have that AI can kill the job. What do you think, Joe and Sitla? I mean, how we can say? I mean, how we can uh, make sure? You know, how we can tell them that no, AI is not going to kill your job. But uh, what's what's the reality? You know. Right, this is a really difficult one because I've I've got into debates with this about this with people on LinkedIn before. I've made posts about automation and you know I've had all these guys like commenting on my posts saying, Oh, this is so like unethical, you're gonna make <laughs> people unemployed and stuff. And um so I'm always kind of like I've got to be kind of careful talking about this, but it is something that I think is really important and should be discussed because a lot of people do have misconceptions about this topic um, and I do think that AI and the other technologies it could lead to a lot of jobs being lost because a lot of jobs will be kind of rendered useless um, AI will be able to do those jobs a lot better than humans could so that I'm not denying that but what we've seen with any of the previous technology trends throughout modern history is that whenever jobs were displaced the technology that replaced those jobs created a lot more jobs than it actually destroyed. So for example, yeah. the internet created about twice as many jobs as it replaced. So yeah. there's like this period of time where um, there is like a transition period where quite a few people will lose their jobs, but then over time, the technology will actually start to create a lot of jobs so that in the long run, people are better off and, and this has happened with countless technologies and over time the jobs that people start to get the new jobs that come along they are consistently more enjoyable and just less dangerous like just generally better jobs for people than what was being done previously and if you look hundreds of years ago or like you know a few few decades ago the majority of people were doing quite kind of mind-numbingly boring, repetitive jobs that just gave no fulfillment to people. So if you're kind of replacing these mundane jobs that don't give any enjoyment, you're replacing them with much better jobs that people can actually find happiness with. Then I think that is a right. positive thing in the long run. Yeah, definitely. Good points. Yeah, Sitla, what's your point on this? I mean, yeah, I, I, I think Joe, uh, yeah, Joe made it. Joe made it completely clear that uh, technology's advancement are going to kill the job. That is sure, but uh, it is going to create more jobs, and mm -hmm. we do not fear that it is going to kill job. We fear that we are so comfortable with this right now that job we have that we don't want to change, and this is exactly the problem. It's not the problem yeah. that AI is going to kill the job. Problem is we don't want to change. Uh, you remember when computers came in the banks, in the offices, in the schools, people, uh, you know, they go on the strikes that they don't want computers because it is going to kill their jobs. They don't want yeah. computers because so many writers are going to be jobless, but uh, they, they, they could learn the computer. They could learn the typewriting. They could go with the technology. It's not the technology that is problem. It's the people who don't want to change is the problem. So definitely AI is going to kill the job. But uh, if you on the side of changing and you are evolving, then you're going to be fine. 
yep yep uh, we'll take this question further uh, so before that you know i mean uh, let me ask a very interesting question you know i mean not a lot of youtubers are avoiding this thing and they never talk about this thing okay uh, so the question is what are the top five industry that is going to grow in next 5 to 10 years now if you see you know on youtube and internet they will say there is a lot of industry they will talk about this content marketing this thing digital marketing but they never talk about ai right so what do you guys think what are the top five industry that is going to grow in next 5 to 10 years okay well so so do you mean industries where there's going to be opportunities for jobs like yeah um, exactly yeah exactly yeah okay right so so i think the, the obvious one would be like going into um software development and like machine learning related jobs because that is the trend so if you're kind of like um if you're the sort of person that is better to do those those kind of technical roles then i would recommend that for you but obviously that doesn't apply to everyone personally i'm not a very technical person so that's why i i never went into that role i'm more kind of like towards the business side of things i'm more of a people person but if you look at the skills that are going to be in high demand and the skills that are going to be at risk of being automated you want to try and um build as many of the skills that are safe from automation as possible so we're we're talking about like um emotional intelligence um kind of creative skills things that can't just easily be done by a computer so if you're like studying um law and you want to just go into kind of like contract writing or something like that that's going to be easily automated by an ai in the next 10 20 years so yeah. if you're kind of like spending years and and thousands of pounds training to do that job i would highly suggest that you don't do that and train to do something else because the last thing you want is to like spend all that money and time um learning to do a job that's just going to be replaced very soon so if i if i was you i would kind of say learn the skills that are safe from automation so like people skills communication creativity those sorts of things yeah right and uh, if you study financial markets the, uh, all the people say that trend is your friend this is like a golden rule for everyone in the financial market go with the trend don't go against the trend so i according to my opinion there is no job like from the beginning of this planet all we need is food shelter and comfort that's all that's all we need as a human being and everything like if you talk about digital marketing it's just marketing before we used to do it on the banner on the poster right now we are doing it on the computer marketing is thing same just the medium changed exactly so ma managing the people managing the money these skills are never going to go away these are the top paying skill the people who are managing the people the people who are managing the money they are not going to be jobless these are the top industries so you may talk about that digital marketing is going to go high but it's just the marketing it's just the mm. dealing with the people so it's knowing the how market works so these things yeah. exactly uh, these are not new things these are just the new trends so, so it's you know it's like hot know, right uh, now will be hot in the future as well yeah, no yeah. you know it's like you know trend. exactly you know me uh before five year if you see nobody you know nobody were away about digital marketing nobody were you know i mean doing this thing you know yeah but right now you see everyone you know whether it is you know, whether you are chartered accountant whether you are lawyer you want to learn digital marketing because you want to gain your client right in every business exactly. needs digital marketing so that way yeah. uh my point was you know what about future 
do you think in future also we need to learn little bit of you know artificial intelligence if you want to automate your business right this time if you see in 2050 everyone i mean especially the youth they want to automate the things right if i want right. to own my business i want to automate my business so what's your exactly. point on this do we can we automate our business in future using ai and machine learning definitely not definitely not because the create creation cannot exist without a creator if you think that you build a business and everything is automated and it will going to pay you money every day every month it is never going to happen because the thing that so you know operation operation everybody part, knows this thing but operation part exactly operation parts you have to put the work maybe operations are automated there will be another things to manage maybe you have to manage the automation part as well but no creation can exist without the creator because uh, you know vikrant this is a uh, give and take economy you create something yep. for other they will create some value for others if you can automate these things and you don't put any work so you're not creating any value so how you can expect that someone is going to put money in your bank so things will be automated a lots of thing will be automated but it is never going to be like everything is done now you go and sleep on your bed for, for example let's, let's let's take chat box you know chat bots yeah. they are uh, totally automated right exactly so that way uh, can we automate some of the things like some of the operation let's say our customer uh, service backend team uh, this thing can be automated right in future exactly perfectly yeah. they can yeah. be automated yeah. Yes. that was the you know uh, question how about jo what do you think jo what we can what are this uh, stuff we can automate in future yeah i i completely agree with um, shatala like you know i don't think the business would be 100% automated because like you said shatala you need the creators to actually come up with the the innovations and the ideas of like you know creative new products and and so on and so forth but i do believe that everything that can be automated in a business will be automated and we're actually seeing a new trend in technology coming through around about now gartner mentioned it as the number one strategic technology trend of 2020 and that's something called hyper automation and i think that's really closely linked to to this topic and it's kind of like using um robotic process automation ai and machine learning to basically look through an entire business how it functions all of the operations and processes within a business and it identifies any kind of small thing that can be automated within that business and then it automatically yeah. builds the processes the builds the models to actually do that and it implements them so using things like that in the future will actually be able to automate a huge portion of most businesses which would then free up a lot of human creativity to come up with really really interesting ideas for products and services and business models that we just can't even imagine right now definitely definitely so how uh, we can learn you know yeah let's say a common person they want to learn the ai the basics just one of the basics they want to learn the ai someone have the intuition that they want to learn ai maybe because they are thinking that in future they might have to learn this skill what are the basic steps right. to learn ai so bikran the basic steps to learn the ai is you have to first make up your mind that ai is composed of so many things it's not just a single subject that you can do and just okay so first ai is the definition part what ai is second it involves huge mathematics and huge calculations like uh, you need 
good calculus good matrix multiplication good arithmetic to go, to go good at ai so if that is something that you want to do or you want to just know that this is ai and this is how i like we all use excel sheets right we all use so many softwares but did, we didn't code them we, we we didn't design them someone else designed and we know how to use them and our life is going easy so there are two things if you want to learn about ai just you want to use the ai or you want to create the ai so if you are on the creator part it's a little bit different or little bit difficult you need a good education maybe two to three year, years of uh, good mathematics practice coding skills logical skills good brain and if you just want to use ai and know about how it is going to impact you then it is just one to two months part and you can get good at it by using so many tools and tutorials online yep yep yeah i, I agree i think that's the, that's the big difference between um me and the way that i've learned ai compared to you shitala uh, and a lot of other people that i talk to on linkedin who are machine learning engineers data scientists and all of those roles um i never learned to code um i i'm not a data scientist and i haven't studied maths at higher education um so you know i i didn't go down that path of being an ai creator because that's not something that i want to do uh, that's just right. the way that i'm kind of that's not what i'm geared up for i'm not a hugely technical person but i do find mm -hmm. ai absolutely fascinating and i can right. see the impacts that it's going to have on business and on the economy and that's what i find the most interesting it's not kind of how do you write the code to build it although that is really interesting but what i'm more yeah, interested it's... about is the impacts that it's going to have on the future so that's what i've learned about is you know how can ai be used to solve problems what are the use cases of different forms of ai and how can they be used in various different industries in various different business yeah. models so like you said shitala you can learn you can, it takes a long long time to learn to build ai because you need all of this very advanced maths and high levels of coding skills but it's yeah. re relatively straightforward to learn about um the implications of ai and the use cases of ai and you can do that by just studying one or two online courses on coursera udemy Definitely. or following following yeah. some good quality content creators on linkedin youtube or listening to podcasts there's all kinds of ways to to do it and you don't need exactly. amounts of mathematical or coding skills yeah yeah sitla yep. 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 let's talk about uh, second part you know more about the second part uh, what are the sole tools you suggest to people who want to learn uh, the basics of ai let's say any courses you recommend or any uh, material or resources okay so if you are starting in the field of ai your god is andrew ng do not forget that guy he's really good one and coursera is the your one one shot home so first always go to the coursera and start with the basic of what is ai ai for everyone there is a course on coursera it's called ai for everyone first go through that and now you will you will learn that ai is composed of so many things like machine learning deep learning neural networks mathematics calculus matrix multiplications arithmetic so many things now you break down those things and one by one you start doing those courses suppose you start with machine learning then uh, go on the coursera and there is a machine learning from the stanford university you can go and do those courses and learn about some basics of machine learning like linear regression and all those things and then now you have this good confidence so always go and make some good projects 
like you learn something if you're not doing project or you're not participating in any hackathons or not using that skill it is gone it is gone forever because in the machine learning you'll 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 see that all this is magic like everything is happening like a magic you're fascinated by the cool things that ai and ml can do but if you know the mathematics and you go to use those things in real world it will boost your confidence it will make you feel like yes you know the machine learning and now you can take those things in further maybe then learn about deep learning maybe computer vision maybe then natural language processing then you can specialize in a particular field that this is you want to specialize in so because specialists are getting paid more than the normal general data scientist so if you are specialized supposedly in a uh, artificial art generation or maybe in natural language processing especially specifically for indian context so this is if you are specialized then you are going to get paid more so first you start with this whole big picture then figure out that what truly interests you and then narrow down these things and then go for that this is how you can learn ai in a good way all, yeah all right so yeah i think we're going to wrap it up now but um thanks for staying till the end of the video everyone who's watched I hope you've learned some really valuable information and if you're about to embark on your journey to learn AI and study machine learning and all of the different topics don't be overwhelmed by it it's a really fulfilling journey and you'll, you'll honestly build such a bright and inspiring future for yourself so I'd highly encourage you to embark on that journey um, stay tuned for more content from all three of us we're going to be doing more co collaborations similar to this Make sure to follow all of our um, different social medias and stuff. That will all be in the description. So thank you again for watching and we'll see you soon.